Is spaghetti a strain of weed? Spaghetti. I hope we're saying things before we start. Yeah, well, welcome to the whip around. I, missed, I guess I, guess I missed we'll this chair. <laughs> hey, guess what? Phil's here. Yeah, in person. But I, but I, I'm ahead of myself already because he's Sean. I am, and that's Phil, and we are the two jerkos. Anyway, we should start this over. That didn't work. Uh, well, I feel we got laughs. laughs. I can, I can feel them. <laughs> I can feel them. Anyway, is the whip around? <laughs> it's weird news delivered with varying degrees of efficiency. <laughs> but uh. You know, not always with the microphone being jiggled around by my buddy over there. Uh, I do macabre stuff. Besides making weird noises, what do you do? I'm, I do the science stuff and attempt to get the microphone back to where it belongs after a couple of weeks of not being able to drive here. There, there's some drift. There's a little bit. <laughs> there's some drift. Gravity, the cause of most of the problems and fatalities in the world. Alcohol and gravity. Alcohol and gravity. That's true. That's uh, a great, that's our new band name. Alcohol and gravity. <laughs> and our first album is like, it's true. <laughs> so anyhow. I love it. Cutting to the chase. Kind of. Can you cut to the chase after <laughs> you've just wandered around for a while? Let's get started. Phil, what's up with you? I'm not fine. Because it is, oh, it no. is, it is awful outside. Yes. And I am firmly. outside. Well, I was going to say, I am, I'm a. I'm always wearing a sweater underneath my shirt because I'm a hairy Italian fella. A sweater under your shirt. That's how much hair that I have. That is such a, such a polite way of saying <laughs> I'm hairy. And I am firmly in the two shower a day part of the calendar. Okay. Like, it's like, I, you know, I'll shower before I go to bed. Sometime before I wake, sometime in the middle of the day, I'll be doing errands, running in and out. And I'm like, this is so gross. I can just feel it on me. I'm like, no, got to do shower again. It's just oh, for contrast sake, everybody. Gross. It is. It feels like, <clears throat> excuse me. It feels like low sixties in the basement here. Yeah, it, it, it is a chilly basement, and it's Phil is just refreshing, bouncing with joy. About I'm excited. It. Other than that, I'm fine. I'm doctor cleared me to do everything, so ramping back up activity. But I got the okay to drive because for those who didn't remember, it's my <laughs> right leg that is the bad one, so can't yeah. drive right leg. But right, otherwise, right. you know, other than the awful, awful heat. I'm fine. So okay. what's up with you? A lot. Oh yeah. A lot. Um, as you might hear, my my voice is a little a little tired right now. As Phil does his Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay, you're reaching <laughs> for the bell. <clears throat> my voice is a little shot, just a little because you know after doing solid week of tech, we just finished also the opening weekend of Twelve Angry Jurors, which will continue for the next two weekends. So you know we close on Father's Day. So, uh, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this coming, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the next. And that is your chance to see the show, which we had our first review come out. It was very positive, very nice. Mm-hmm. Shows are going really well. And I am, I scream in it a lot. And even when you support it well, eight, I think it was eight or nine runs in a row, you know, like day after day after day, it eventually will start to. Your voice isn't as velvety as I'm used to. Right. It's, it's flintier. A little bit. I can appreciate it. Kate likes a flintier voice. Oh, so then you've me, basically so. got to rehearse this show at least once a week for Hello, her sake, ladies. Um, <laughs> anyway, the other thing, and then I'll you know we'll link to the 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 website where you can get tickets. Always and everything. top of the show notes. Yeah, um, I'm doing a new thing in October. Did you book the uh, cold sculpt? 
No, no, they all know I'm doing that. That's oh, in late. Oh, that's okay. late I, August. I th- I'll be talking oh, about that. No okay. news with the turkey neck. Did you finally get a water pick, or did you finally use the water pick? What the fuck is a water pick? What do you do in October? I'm going to be officiating a wedding. Whoa! Yeah, that's now, exciting, man. It's a fairly unique circumstance. It's for dear friends of mine, Margaret and Drake, who were, uh, well, in different times, at different times in shows with me. Um, Margaret was going to be in 12 Angry Jurors, but things changed after we had like wait a year. Sure. And uh, Drake was in and then there were none with me. Um, I've hung out with it. They're just, they're great people. And they went through just a bunch of delays and inconveniences that I won't list here because it's a fucking bummer uh, getting their wedding together, which had been scheduled. Of, for last year, of course. Yeah. Uh, of course. Uh, I think it was going to be in June. I can't remember, but it, it wasn't going to be. Yeah. So anyway, they ended up doing a micro wedding, which from the photos that I have seen was gorgeous. It was in the Poconos somewhere, the oh, specialized it's... site. But now they want to do. We're going to do it for the rest of for everyone. Oh, so everybody. Okay, now yeah. that we can all get. Yeah, and so you get to. So I'm going to be the uh, non-alcoholic version, whatever you want to call it. The <laughs> I don't know, the ceremonial. You're the light version. Yeah, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Holy crap. I am performing <laughs> as an officiant at their wedding. And ladies and gentlemen, we're just gonna. I'm just going to put this out there on behalf of my friend right now. If. You would like to make a donation to the Whip Around to help us offset our fees. Sean will officiate whatever the hell you want him to. Yeah. He is now available for officiation. All you need to do is give me <laughs> carte blanche to do what I want. And I will if I will be there in the space that you have reserved for an officiant to speak. What I do is my business. <laughs> Don't even tell him what the ceremony yeah. is. I'll I'll tell you what we're doing today. Everyone likes this. You just adopted me. You should probably move on when you're ready. I got him. He's got me leaning. I got him. Oh, man. Oh, choo choo, the weirdest coming through. It already came through. It's time for headlines. There it is. There it is. Whole new. Forget. Forget the 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 gender reveal. Surprise adoption ceremonies. We just skip right. Surprise ceremonies. It's like so. What do you do? Well, you have your friends over, you know, and you got a caterer, and then I come and I uh, surprise. Guess what we're here for today? This is a funeral. And if you all if you all look under your seats, (laughs) each of you has a portion of the corpse. It's up to you to assemble it. And if you don't, you're locked in here. It's also an escape room today. Peace. We out of here. Six headlines. <laughs> just can't. One is full of shit. <laughs> He's got the idea. Do you? I hope so. Spot the fake and win the day. Oh, oh. Exceptionally high number of decapitated bodies found at Roman burial site. Ice chips passed off as diamonds in brazen theft. Teen tries breaking into Airbnb being rented by police officers. Monopoly loses trademark battle to use Monopoly. Fully open stores forced to close after anti-lockdown protesters swarm mall. And man throws severed head at voting station in Mexico. 
Well, these are beautiful. I thought you would appreciate Exceptionally high number of decapitated bodies found at Roman burial site. Ice chips passed off as diamonds and brazen theft. Teen tries breaking into Airbnb being rented by police officers. Monopoly lose trademark battle to use Monopoly. Fully open source to force to close after anti-lockdown process. Swarm mall man throws severed head voting station in Mexico. He did it. I was worried about you there for a second. Airbnb being. Yeah, that's tough. Who wrote that? At that speed. Oh, why should I tell you? (laughs) (laughs) You almost got me. No, you didn't. I know I didn't. What do you got? I have a strong suspicion already. Okay. Although the reasoning behind it is ridiculous. <laughs> sure. So I'm I'm going to tell you what it is, but please don't tell me if I'm right or yeah, wrong yeah, until I, I, I told you sure, sure. why what I picked the, okay, it. Okay, sure. First of all, I'm excited by the fact that there are decapitated, there, there are heads all over the place in the news one way or the other. They can't both be fake if one of them- This at, is true. At most, one of them's fake, but- Nice reasoning on that. But, you, well, yeah, but that's not – that's the smart part. This ends in a, <laughs> a terrible dismount. <laughs> it looks good so far. That's what she said. The the the, the ice chips for diamonds. Okay. Being the age that I am. Yeah. The ethnic the, – the everything I am. Yeah. Most things remind me of Indiana Jones in uh, some way, shape, or form. Okay. And – in Temple of Doom, famously, at least at my house, <laughs> famously, uh, you know, there is a diamond involved in an exchange, blah, blah, blah. There's chaos, diamond floor, ice bucket knocked over. Right. You know, so that I'm immediately like, nope, you're just you're you're inspired by Indiana Jones. And even if you're not, I am final answer. Yes! Right answer, wrong reasoning. He sticks the landing. All right. Nice. Okay, USA. <laughs> Very obscure joke for the old heads of the I, audience. I was actually, I'm okay, USA. Uh, yeah, I didn't get it. It's Mary Lou Retton or whatever when she. Oh, when she snapped her ankle on the dismount. Yeah. Still did it, though. Yeah. Awesome. That's me. I'm a little lady in a leotard. But you finally. For America. But you finally have more facial hair than she did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Phil's having fun. I'm, I'm <laughs> a, He's having a good it's time. So, it's so nice to be back. There's no delay between me making fun of your beard or lack thereof and you getting it. So it's great. Yeah, and if I keep time. doing this, he's going to kill me. In which case, I'll end up in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's weird. Well, uh, Phil. Whew, yeah. You'll probably be happy about this because <laughs> Phil tends to say, like, you don't have to go, like, fucking bananas every single time you do a macabinet. Like, it doesn't always have to be the longest, most in-depth thing. <laughs> don't break your head open trying to do these. Thank you for the long intro. <laughs> so I've got a wee... Yeah. I was inspired by you last week, dickhead. <laughs> it's a wee morsel of a macabinet story this week. Um so, uh, Phil and citizens, I promise there's actually more to come because this is an ongoing thing. Again, okay. like another ongoing, okay. fresh death related story. I'm in. Uh, so brace yourselves from, you know, for some exciting to be continued action here. Now we begin with a query, Phil. What is the most annoying, inconvenient thing you've ever encountered upon returning to your home? Like from like from anywhere, you mean? Yeah, just when you've come back home, and it maybe it's not even the moat. Maybe it's whatever. It's a pet. Um, peeve, just was, something where you're like, Ugh! um, uh, I'm out. Uh, the, summer, 
just because it's in my head. I've had this happen where I go out, mm. bad storm, lightning strike, turns off the air conditioners, then I go back, house is boiling warm. Oh, okay. Right, so, so got to reset. That's just surprise, the most- Surprise, heat. Just like, oh, come on. Now it's not comfortable in the house. Okay. That, I would say that's one of the more annoying things I've experienced. And I, I, I'm going to start asking people this question a little bit. Like, what do you hate <laughs> coming home to? Because I feel like it's ripe. Second would be cat barf. Yeah, a good one. Like landmine land in the dark when you're not I'm like, oh, no. I thought, you know, some people might think like, oh, when you come home and it's, it's been like a day and it's bills. Do you know what I mean? It's so a pile of mail and, you, and you're like, oh, damn. Well, I'm saying particularly the bills. You're like, great. Now, yeah, I'm, I have a shit day and I owe you money. That kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Or like, a you know, a bug or bugs in the house. Yeah. When you enter. Uh, maybe there's a rodent inside that you need to kill with improvised weapons. Phil, who knows? I, uh, I, Yeah. Sure. For me, it's, allow it. for me, it's usually drama. You know? That's a really good one. You come home, you park the car, you gather your shit, you head inside, and home is your sanctum. You know, I don't know about you, but some, well, if, if you have a healthy well, life. I was going to say, this is true. Home is, is a sanctum. For many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for everyone. In conclusion, home <laughs> is a series of contrasts. <laughs> home is a land of contrasts. But, uh, you know, it's your one place to let your guard down a bit. I'm not saying don't lock your door. I'm just yeah. saying it's a place where you can hopefully you should be able exhale to. a little bit. Um, you know the basics of what's awaiting you, and that's the whole point. Like home is, yeah. There's not no surprises, right? Which is it's one of the reasons why I'm not a surprise party person. Not if it's my house. Don't have me come in my house, then freak me the fuck out. What? Who kind of person are you? Well, I mean, especially if you're rushing home every now and then. I'm rushing home to take a shit. Right, exactly. You might scare the shit out of me. Thank, I'm glad you said that, Phil. Taking that away is trauma. Yeah. For some more than others, but in no, if you it's take that good. away, it's a jarring sure. situation. I get that. You know, ants marching across the Formica. Whatever. Angry roommate, whatever. Where, where is the death? Yeah, well, I just wanted to say this because I jotted this down. Another example would be a surprise party when you've got a dump on deck. Uh-huh. So you and I are uh, simpatico. Always, always. As you're telling me to fucking hurt. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I just want to get to the dead thing. This is a nugget about the single worst case <laughs> of non-violence-related homecoming surprises I've heard in a long time. Okay, non-violence is important. We're off to a very macabre-friendly sounding city called Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, well. And we're barely moving back in time at all. It's sometime not too long after 1 a.m., again, in Corpus Christi, uh, last Wednesday. Oh. So a week ago. Uh from when you're hearing this. John Doe. It's another one. Oh, the current stories. Nobody ever wants to tell their... John... I feel like there might be a reason. John Doe. I'll get over it. John Doe's just getting in the door. Now, I don't know what he was doing or where he was, but apparently he'd been away from home, his apartment, for at least a few weeks. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm... Different sources said whatever. Two weeks. Two Let's weeks. say two weeks. And tonight... The very night he returned to the presumed safety and predictability of home, well, turns out his night in Corpus Christi was just getting started. Old JD, I'm going to start calling John Doe's and Jane Doe's <laughs> JD just to give a little fucking character. JD evidently got himself ready for sleepy time there in his little corner of Sterling Apartments in the South Alameda area of Corpus Christi. Which, it being Texas, I assume this bedtime prep had something to do with barbecue sauce, <laughs> executing the mentally challenged, oh. or both. Uh, and, you know, and then he trundled off to bed, only to find a surprise. 
Oh, no. uh, someone had beaten JD to the bedroom, Phil. According to local news stations in the area, JD went to crawl into bed only to find a woman's corpse already Holy stretched sh- out on Holy the bed. Holy shit. Our guy immediately and throws under- out the mattress. <laughs> immediately and understandably left his apartment and called 911. Uh, police responded, and the usual crime scene business got underway. With little in the way, alas, of details getting out beyond what I've told you just yet. Now, that also included police reports that stated that no determination had been made just what the hell went on here. There was no determination whether it was foul play. You know, there was nothing. They did not know anything except... Like a million scenarios are running through my head. I'm sure you're you too. Right. And and, and that was the state of the case I was trying (laughs) to fit in last week. At the last oh, second. Oh, that's right. You mentioned it. And uh, life got nuts, all yeah. kinds of shit. Phil's nuts got bigger, and he saved the day, did the whole show, you know. You're welcome. And uh, Sean had to postpone this letter to Hell's version of the Penthouse Forum for a week. <laughs> now, but, but, thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I'm very proud. That was beautiful. It's just uh, lots of water and exercise. <laughs> Uh, but sometimes delays turn out to be a good thing because we've got ourselves an update here. Oh, do we? Yeah. Okay. Um, on uh, it was uh, when, actually I think the story was two weeks old, and so sure. Wednesday, June second. So it was one week ago. A was, less, yeah, yeah. was when this update hit at two thirty p.m. Texas toast time. <laughs> the following announcement was added to the story. Okay. Quote, the case of a woman who was found dead in in a bed, which is very safe language, dead in a bed. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the case of a woman who was found dead in a bed is now being investigated as a homicide. Oh, really? According to the medical examiner and the Corpus Christi Police Department, officials say no arrests have been made and currently there are no suspects. End quote. Now, Mm -hmm. once again, we are faced with an ongoing mystery. And I admit... Phil, you tipped your hand to this, too. I admit, I'm, I'm giving you more questions than answers, but I'm also throwing the door wide open, inviting y'all yeah. to joyfully, creatively, ghoulishly speculate, theorize, and cast aspersions wherever you might like here. Now, some thoughts, of course. Note that, so far, nowhere in this data, everybody, is there an indication as to where JD was for the past... Two weeks prior to uh, that know, was that was going to be my first question. The, the almost corpse sleepover, the almost clerks scene that took place. Oh yeah, we don't know whether or not he knew the corpse's identity. We Next don't know step. whether or not he does. Nor do we hear anything about him having reported anything about. Oh, it smelled bad in the apartment. There was no that was going to be my thing. Now it, maybe it happened, but it didn't make it into the story. You, and he's not doing any interviews. But again, that could easily be a wise choice told to him by an attorney or whatever. Right. Uh, but I'm just saying we don't know. And and I just want to say, unless JD kept his place at a refreshing 39 degrees Fahrenheit or lower while he's out of town, while he's out. It's highly likely the scent of decay would have tipped him off to a problem the instant he opened his door, unless this shit had happened really, really recently. That really, really recently. You beat me to that, too. I'm just saying. Uh, In any event, we're totally keeping our eyes on this one. Have no fear. And now, now I invite you to send in your theories, thewhiparound at gmail.com. 
and your predictions. The whip around at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram and shit. But first crack at it goes to Phil, old buddy. What do you think? And what are we going to find out? We're going to read all of those on the air so that we have a record of who said what. Sure. And then uh, we'll see who wins. If you like. Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, okay. You beat me to a lot of things, which was when you opened that door, given everything you've taught me over the last three, almost four years now, <laughs> I know damn good and well you're going to get slapped in the face by you know decomposition smell the moment the front door opens. Otherwise, this guy had Texas, the too. biggest apartment or the, <laughs> be- or the best sealed bedroom door ever. It doesn't sound that way. Unlikely. Yeah. Being out of town three weeks, yes, suspicious. Two or three. Or some, whatever, in there. But the thought of coming home and finding the corpse and you didn't smell it, it's too recent. It feels... Being gone for weeks and finding a corpse at the buzzer is somehow... It seems weird that they would just show up and not be dead enough so you'd smell them. You know, like, that's so recent, you know, it's weird. We also don't no, have a... no signs of suspicion before he got... Meaning there was nothing amiss, we're asked to believe. Nothing amiss between front door and bedroom that would indicate there's the a bedroom, corpse in there. Well, my first thought is, you know, I figured this would have showed up at the police report, but then again, this is an ongoing investigation. Was the bedroom window open? Because yeah, we don't if know. the bedroom window was closed... How did the corpse presumably get in there? Well, how was it deposited if it was? Right. And how did it enter if right. it, if, it were, were they, if she died as, on the premises? As opposed to being killed elsewhere and brought over. Right. There are many, many questions. Right. And again, uh, uh, the whole window thing would reintroduce the elements and smell. Right. So if that window was open for any length of time, it's going to accelerate the process. People outside even also are going to probably get in on it. Potentially. Uh, I would think. Now, she's so, not going to drip down through anybody's ceiling fans just yet. Unfortunately. Callback. But it's going to be right. Jeez. Uh, my, I tell you right now, it just first blush looks bad for JD. Yes. Feels like, and this is my guess, um, again, I don't know. I can't picture how this would work in an apartment complex because in my head, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, me too. But my thought is killed elsewhere, brought over. And dropped, and then he leaves and comes home later. I mean, that's my that's my guess. It doesn't, that's my guess. It doesn't not fit. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but there's so many things that fit, and we want to know s- what yours are. I'm just saying, like, what's yours? What What is your thing? What the fuck you just said? Oh, okay. You fucking killed <laughs> Wait, somebody. But specifically, and look, look what I found. No, but specifically killed them elsewhere and brought them there, left them, left again. Um. Or do you think he? No, I. I okay, so mine is slightly different than yours, and okay. that I would guess that. Again, I don't know, but the most likely thing sounds to me like he murdered this person. We don't even – we can't prove he was gone for two weeks. He could have been gone for two hours. Okay. So now they're saying no arrests, but that doesn't mean – Right, and sometimes the police will say no suspects. Yeah, the, yeah sure. The, you know, so we can't – sure. Exactly. So my guess – No suspects that have a real name. You know, it's like – you know, it could be the classic kill the prostitute maneuver, and he's just <laughs> not that creative. That's entirely possible. I don't know – I don't know what the murder uh, intelligence level is in Corpus Christi. I don't know. Okay. But you're going to go with the classic murder the prostitute theory. Yeah, I'm going to go with the lazy... Accidental... Let's call it a lazy vacation. Are you going to go intentional or accidental? Accidental. Accidental death. Well, I think panic murder. I think it was more like... Oh, okay. You know, so I'm I'm going to... Based on nil, suggest that this was not premeditated, but it was... Okay. An attempted, like, I'm going to hide this. And then I'll go the step further and say this was 
uh, you know, a murder one somewhere else brought in, okay. brought out. That's my. But what do you think, citizens? citizens? What do you think? Tell the whip around at gmail.com or uh, tell us on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> Instagram might be tricky. <laughs> draw, well, a... you can always draw a little diagram. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to take a break and uh, not not go to Corpus Christi for a little bit. No. It might smell. No one's saying. <laughs> Probably. It's Texas. Yeah. Smell like barbecue. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Potadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies, Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. Because it's a pyramid. My nose is so cold. Is your nose cold? Not that cold. I'm like a happy dog. Sean, Sean is doing the ha- – we're back and that Sean – That's a good sign, right? What? Like when a, the cold, like a, nose is like cold and wet? Cold, wet nose. Yeah, absolutely. Sean, Sean's got a cold Hang on. I got to smell my asshole. Are you – sti- oh, science. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. Oh. you. I could have made the joke about yours. Oh. Get cloaca. It still matters, damn it. Cloaca. <laughs> Just – why? But it got him. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> Of me to say cloaca to you and then lean back with a full mouthful of bubbly water. Oh my god! I almost just <laughs> got it so close. Rainbow spit takes <laughs> for Pride Month, I guess. Uh-oh. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Yeah, hell yeah! Be good to humans, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Speaking of being good, I'm going to do a final COVID of the week. Oh, do we have one? I guess we do. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's the COVID idiot of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm not happy to no, hear No, I know. Sean, citizens, it, it's been over a year now, and I've decided, I, I mentioned this, I think, two weeks ago or last week, I am officially retiring as of this week, the COVID idiot of the week segment, I've decided. Because there's really not enough super novel covid yeah. If it shows up, I'll probably throw it in a threefer. And citizens, again... Boy, I I'm not going to say the email address again because you've heard the whiparound at gmail.com so many times. Oh, my gosh. They're going to have the whiparound at gmail.com coming out of their ears. <laughs> but, uh, right, if you think you've got an idea for a segment for me, let me hear it. I'll, I'm entertaining all ideas. Maybe we'll put something in place. Maybe we'll just leave it out. But whatever. Anyway, here we go. So I'm ending it with a pair of one of the biggest co-villains I can imagine. A pair of one of the biggest co-villains. And his corresponding co-valiant. Oh, man. I Let's shut up. Make these- shut up. It's my segment. <laughs> Don't you stop me. <laughs> okay. Belgium's leading virologist, Professor Mark... Virologist. Virologist. <laughs> cloaca. <laughs> Belgium's leading cloaca. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> there it is. Found it. <laughs> Just had to dig a little bit. Yep. <laughs> Professor Mark Van Rance has been threatened and targeted. This alone, unfortunately not unique in the era of the big dumb thing. Don't cry. No, I'm sorry. My eyes took a break or something. It was weird. Did you just pass out? No, it was somewhere between the tears from crying and I just, I got really blurry for a second. That was weird. What else are tears from? Whew. It was weird. <laughs> Your spit take. Ah, well. Um, Edit here. <clears throat> Professor Mark Van Rance has been threatened and threatened. <laughs> <laughs> He's been threatened. I can't edit it now. <laughs> He's been threatened and targeted. Uh, this alone, unfortunately, not unique in the era of the big dumb thing. 
<laughs> We're doing great. <laughs> However, the man targeting him is not just any person, but is an AWOL soldier named Jürgen Connings, who is a trained sniper and in possession of military-grade weapons, and apparently a rocket launcher and machine gun that he uh, stole before going rogue. I mean, I don't see the problem. <laughs> this, so Professor Van Rance, who is Belgium's equivalent to our Dr. Fauci, apparently had gotten home early, noticed Connings arriving shortly thereafter, and waited for him three hours on the street where, while he hid in his house. Called authorities. They have since moved him to a safe house where he's been the whole time. To quote Professor Van Rance, quote, these are kinds of people you'd prefer not to have hunting you. Which is the understatement of the year, considering Connings is still on the loose and Professor Van Rance is is still in hiding along with the rest of his family. Uh, Professor Van Rance sums up the entire experience pretty well. Quote, if you're on television a couple times every day for months on end, people get sick and tired of you. That's unavoidable. There are a group of people that hate scientists, uh, science and hate scientists very often. They are scared and uncertain. I love that. And I think it's one of the most true things that's ever been said about the whole big dumb thing. I've never heard idiots described more nobly uh also the ballsiest thing anyone has ever said from witness protection quote just because i'm sitting in a safe house doesn't mean i'm going to allow myself to be silenced and that's why i'm calling him the covalent of the week and jürgen connings for fearing science reason trying to stop it with a fucking sniper rifle you are my final covalent of the week moving on moving on i'm not vegan (laughs) <laughs> oh not, wow i'm not vegetarian even hot take but i do care wow. about animal welfare i know pref- well when you're not hungry i'd prefer animals even if they're being eaten to be raised and treated humanely especially when they're slaughtered so i think well we got the well, vegans you know, angry good job <laughs> i think one of the worst animal deaths imaginable in the service of food is that of the common lobster not the iron chef on the cutting board bam it's over you know immediately yeah, no. um i'm talking the dunk into the boiling water but back. Not the worst, but it's bad. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. At least with the Iron Chef, it's like, you know, it's a bit of gourmand fatality. And it's like trying to hang on I'm to talking that. about the ones when they like drop it on the block and they like, boom, no, hit it, know, and then I the know. tail is still going. No, I know. But I'm at least. I'm saying those yeah. little octopuses, octopodes, sorry. Oh, how people, dare you? Well, I, I'm you know, trying, to, trying to interrupt you, so I'm already feeling bad about it. So I'll shut up. Don't eat octopus. They're smart. Fuck face. So. Back in 2018, Charlotte Gill, proprietor of Charlotte's legendary Lobster Pound in Maine, revealed a practice that led to some groundbreaking research that's just been published. What did she do in her restaurant? She hotboxed the lobsters before the fatal dunk. Oh, shit. That's right. Every lobster must get stoned. That's a great idea. I'm such a fucking idiot. Oh, okay. Well, we'll be right back. (laughs) No, I... My note there is, uh, it's not Dylan. I wrote Lennon voice, which is not Bob Dylan's voice. Anyway. Vladimir Lennon <laughs> sings the greats. Every lobster must get stoned. So, Thank uh, you for that sound. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Phil. So more or less, she put the lobsters in a sealed chamber, pumped it full of weed. Uh, she says she looked at the reactions when the lobsters were dropped in the pot. She said there was a dramatic difference. Apparently, they were much less tail floppy and freaked out. No shit. Me- yeah, I know. You'd think. <laughs> but that's not science. It's just an observation without any control or other testing. True. But now, thanks to researchers at UC San Diego, we know that not only do lobsters boil, they can get baked too, man. Oh, good one. There it is. Caveat immediately. Number one, paper is picked up in the food blog that I first stumbled on and is also in preprint. Huge flag. So it's waiting for peer review. There you go. Okay, number one. Also, they said they didn't test as many lobsters as they would on a similar animal study using rodents, probably because of a price thing. Uh, <laughs> they are market price. Yeah. <laughs> so, And uh, yes, the paper concludes with... <laughs> 
a lot more studies are needed. As always, I'm not a biologist, but you know what? It's actually a readable paper. Go check it out. What the examiner reported seems to back up the claims, sort of. First thing they point out is, do you, do you notice a problem with the assumption that lobsters can get baked? Do I notice a problem with the that, Just that assumption that's like, yeah, clearly lobsters are toking it up while they're in the hot box. Uh, I'm not that great at biology, but I mean, don't they, do they have lungs like that? No, they don't. Right. It's like, a totally so, different respiratory system. Right. I think they breathe like through their carapace or it's, something. It, they have a gill like system that. basically. And okay. yeah, it's in the, it's in the plating, uh, right. carapace. So much nicer. Hey, that's me, man. You're the word guy. Trying to be nice to those disgusting things. Um, so basically, they, that first thing, they're like, wait a minute. We don't even know if this is true, and we don't even know if they could take it up. So the first thing they do is they hotbox them, and then they examine the tissues. Sure enough, they found THC in the tissues of okay. the lobster. So number one, they can uptake it. All okay, right. Let's move on to- Oh, look at uptake it. Now you're back in the game. <laughs> there we are. So- uh, next question, does it fuck them up appropriately? Right. Right. So now not just the boiling part, but responses between people differ greatly. So who knows if lobsters, you know. Yeah, you'd have to actually boil at least like a thousand people to understand how this is going. <laughs> so they monitor lobsters movements before they even expose them to hot water. Like they're like, wait a minute. Let's see how they move. Let's get them baked. Let's see how they move. And sure enough, after you get lobsters baked, they don't. They move a lot less. I would guess they're way more chill. Yeah. So that happened, and they then, just wave that claw in front of their face. Wow, man, this is clicking. Uh, that's my lobster claw noise, everybody. And uh, finally, a test of nociception, huh? Which is a reverse to adverse or toxic stimuli. A what? At a nociception is what at reaction to adverse or toxic stimuli. Well, what's adverse or toxic about what they're doing? Well, now they get them stoned and they put them in hot water, but not necessarily boiling. But don't tell me that marijuana is adverse. No, 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 no. They're literally talking no. about the boiling, the boiling water. water. Okay. That's, that's the noxious. Okay. No, that's the noxious Fucking part. Narcs. <laughs> Not stone lobsters had their antennas and tails partially dunked in varying degrees of hot water. Researchers yes. measured the reaction time and the type of reaction, got them stoned, and what they realized was they reacted a little bit more slowly before, but not in any significant way. Could you explain how that's not torture? It's pretty bad. I don't mean to be like that <laughs> no, guy. No, no, no. You're, yeah, but that yeah. does sound a lot yeah. like torture. <laughs> so bottom line is lobsters can indeed get baked and they act way more chill but apparently still do feel that pain when they get dunked into the water well, as opposed to, sure. well, this is the right, but it was a question of, is this a more humane way to euthanize them? Let's get the lobsters baked, see if it works. And as it turns out, no, it was just someone's, you know, gestalt perception of what they were hoping to see. Now you're singing my song. And there's the difference gestalt. between science, which as has been pointed to me, uh, pointed out to me a couple of times, science, it's fuck around and find out. Yeah. Somebody it's... fucked around and we legit, Found out not now. just observation. No. So now what do you think? Should we give the lobster some doobage before they before they get dunked anyway? No, I think we should. Save, I mean. Save that for the humans. Got fuck it. that. And <laughs> ju but do the thing. Watch Iron Chef and do that. Take it. <laughs> behead, you know, behead them or do whatever you got to do. Just faster. To make it fat. And that you can, and don't be like, oh, we're good. No. You do that and then immediately put them in the pot. Are you fucking kidding? Also, I don't like eating just like lobster anyway. There's something about eating something out of its... Oh, Husk. carapace? Well, sure, but I mean beyond <laughs> just carapace. If someone like served me a steak in a chest cavity. <laughs> you know what? Never thought about up. it, but you're absolutely right. It's, it's well, how do you feel about spare ribs? It's, um, I'll tell you. 
<laughs> it should bother right? me more. If it tasted worse, it would bother me more. Interesting. I have a sliding scale of, uh, of ethics. Worth it. Okay, got it. Based on deliciousness. Yeah, and I'm afraid that depending on how tasty it is, I'm going to make a lot of excuses. <laughs> it, is a, it is a bigger sacrifice, me not eating at Chick-fil-A, than most people not eating Chick-fil-A, because I enjoy flavor. <laughs> Credit to Daffy Duck, actually, for that joke. Uh, really? Who said... Uh, he was escaping at one point, being cowardly, and said, "It's it's hard for me. I, I'm not like most most people, or whatever." He says, "He's like, I can't stand pain. It hurts me." So anyway, Happy Pride Month. Um, <laughs> well, the Chick Fil A thing. Oh, Don't got eat it. There. Yeah. Also, yeah. The, no, Chick Fil A. Fuck them. Although uh, a friend of mine recently said that she, uh, who is who identifies as queer, does still eat at Chick Fil A, and her comment was like, "Because guess what? You're feeding a gay." Now deal with it. Now you're su- <laughs> you're supporting me as much as I'm supporting you. How do you feel about that? So anyway, interesting thought. Yeah. Any what do you want to do now? It's time for Whipper on Pyramid. Wait, what? Edition? It's as good a name as I came up with. No, 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 no. I'm with you. It's just too bad we're not a visual thing too. We got to work on that, Phil. Your, oh, shut up. Your I- pretend stone face is great. Thanks. Let it be known that although I'm pretty square, I'm not an arc. I'm 420 friendly, and of all the drugs people do, it's the one that I undoubtedly is the safest. Spoken uh, like a true narc. You're welcome. Uh, other than the smell, which I really don't like. But that's beside the point. And there are lots of really fun names for marijuana. Oh, you are so hung up on so this. I'm gonna give you, uh, so I'm going to give you one or two word clues for the nicknames for everybody's favorite source of cannabinoids. A doobie douche. <laughs> <laughs> You love these. I do enjoy doing these kinds of things. Me so too. if I was to, if I was to give you um, this following, you know, clue: Spider Man, Mary Jane. Woo. Okay. Easy, nice, right. no problem. So I've got twelve of these nicknames. You couldn't have done thirteen and said it's a baker's dozen motherfucker you asshole <laughs> narc i told you you're a narc <laughs> i totally missed that where were you when i was writing this what the hell Dude, i bet you want to know fucking narc <laughs> so i got <laughs> yeah hello fellow kids <laughs> there are worse people to be than steve buscemi this is true <laughs> so i've got the 12 of them and I'm so confident that I'm going to – pride goeth before your mom. I'm going to only give us a minute 30. All right. That's it. Okay. The stuttering has got me very excited. I, I'm feeling good. I Are didn't you- ask. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Feeling good. I didn't ask. <laughs> Just go. Here we go. Pans. Pot. Mowing. Grass. Come on. Jamaica. Ganja. Told you. Uh, seasoning. Oregano. Generally. What? Kitchen. Green leaves. Um. Oregano. Spice. Really. Pass. <laughs> Blunt man and. Red man. Um. J. Repeatedly. What? Repeatedly. Recurring. Again. Oh my goodness. All right, skip it. Um, breakfast. Toast. Potatoes. Hash. Thank That's you. a different thing. Oh, shut up. Uh, dandelions. Weed. Black and white. Black and white. Animal. Zebra. 
Zed. S- smaller. Black and white. Smell. Skunk. There it That's is. That's a different thing. Numerical. 420. Thank you. Friends. Jennifer Aniston. Wow. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> Plant tips. I don't know. Plant buds. There it is. That's kind of, well. Oh boy. Uh, uh wait, I don't know. Uh Hawaii. Five O. Um Pineapple. Island. Uh oh, damn. Island. Maui? Yeah. Maui Wowie's a strain. Was... You can't just bounce all over the, the pot spectrum asking all kinds of shit. Yes, I can. Skunk is it's my game. <laughs> Shows you how square I am that I'm like, I don't know what that is. Fucking uh, narc, man. <laughs> what? So what am I missing here? Uh, herb. How do you not get herb? Oh, yeah. Well, You're I had best. some before we started. <laughs> that was the correct answer. Chronic? What about? Oh, oh, oh. Repeating. Yeah, yeah. Bloodman and Chronic. Bloodman and Chronic. It's the, yeah. Uh, and then Maui Wowie was the last one, and I skipped one I didn't get to. Was... Well, wait, don't, don't give me the, Can I get a, a shot at it? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, if you want. It was um, Mexico? <laughs> racism um metal mexico metal i'm pretty sure this place is in mexico it's got a name um i'm stoned and hungry i'm not sure acapulco gold you can't do that what? you're just bringing in <laughs> phil if you had any idea how many strains there are that just reference mexico I... <laughs> that just reference mexico what did you want me to say resort town I don't know. I, no, I wanted to come up with a better fucking clue, a better answer. Sean's going to teach me all about weed. We'll be right back. Shotgun in your face, which is a weed term, narc. Don't call them the SWATs, the SWAT boys, which is also a, a name for weed. Did you know that? No. I've well, it's heard- not, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Phil. Dave. Phil, get, get over here, Phil. Yes, Dave. What's up? What's going on on my phone here? Where, where, where are all these buttons uh, I, on, my, on, my, on my home screen? They're not buttons. It's a touch screen, Dave. But what, what, what do they mean? This blue one with an F. What, what's going on here? That's Facebook. The whip around is on Facebook. You can find us there. What, what, what about this one? Every time I push it, all, all these crazy pictures come up. <laughs> Dave, that's your porn. No, I see the whip arounds on here. I see pictures. Oh, that's Instagram. That's Instagram. They're on there too. What about, what about this one's got a bird on it? It's a tweeter. It's the tweeter. Does anybody use email anymore? Huh? Whip around got an email. The whip around at gmail.com. It works. www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. Oh, that's a good site. They have a button on there for free swag. That's not true, Phil. Get off my lawn! Whip around's on the tweeter. Which is also now what I realized what I did wrong when I prepped it now. Well, you just have to do it again. Oh. Too late, we're back, and now I've learned a lot about weed and weed strains, and, uh, yeah. Right now, I am partaking, not at this <laughs> moment, but of a super lemon haze. You are so vain. You smoke pot named after you. It's not spelled like my last name, I, so I'm not vain. That was the joke. I, I, I get an out. I assumed it wasn't. Well, how would you know? 
How would you know either way? <laughs> You're right. At this point, it's obvious that I don't know. You have no idea. No, I don't. But it's, you know what I do know? Narc. It's time for Through the Road. At the time of the show, we talk about things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular one of the show or didn't fit in with the theme of the show, which I say because I like saying it at this point. <laughs> what we're going to do, Phil and I, is volley back and forth, 30 seconds apiece, talking about real weird news stories that are burning holes in our respective brains. And once each 30-second turn is up, you hear something a little bit like this, which is Desi the Decibel, who I prefer vastly <laughs> over Bell the Poser. Poser Bell. She does have a place in my heart, but it's small. Anyway, once we do that three times a piece, that'll be it. That'll be the show. We'll do some plugs and uh, act like Riff Raff in general, and then we'll get the fuck out of here, and I get to eat spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil did uh, the last kind of stuff there, so I guess I'm going to probably be going first, which means does Phil have questions for me? Is spaghetti a strain of weed? Spaghetti. Is wackadoo a strain of weed? Should be. Damn right. Go. From here. <laughs> and some are clearly born great news. A three-year-old named Leona Faye uh, made news recently due to a very special birthday cake request uh, went understandably viral. Given her choice of cake decoration, Leona opted for cake decor from ultra-popular kids' movie The Lion King, which all seems like charming Americana until one learns that young Miss Faye sp- specially requested one scene from the movie. King Mufasa's brutal death brought about by his father, casting him into a ravine during a stampede. And this exact scene, complete with fondant lion corpse, was nice. what she got. Ah, but it's the why that separates genius from insanity leona didn't sh- didn't want to share see and said oh! everyone will be too sad to eat the cake and it'll be all for me blammo kid genius super smart in tip your rate staff more when i'm around news i just read across a paper published in the journal of behavioral and experimental economics from last august uh i wish it wasn't behind a paywall and fuck those publishing houses but anyway i'd studied the effect of table hopping magicians had on tips for the wait staff at a cornell university the researchers seem to have found that having a magician at your restaurant performing table to table increased the size of tips left for the servers also they were apparently able to break the myth that magicians cut into servers tips if the magician got a tip it didn't affect the amount the server got so first and foremost pay servers wait staff a living wage and cut out this sub-minimum wage bullshit so, yeah. secondly also Let's add some tableside entertainment as we return. Finally, I can bartend, I can do magic, and I tip at least 20%. Bottom line, citizen servers, I'm your new BFF. In fuck that all walk news, a wealthy Hong Kong neighborhood just made the record books in a stupendously douchey fashion by breaking the world record for most expensive parking spot. Hooray. What? Quote, the parking space of the luxury Mount Nicholson residential project was sold by Wharf Holdings Limited and Nanfung Group. Uh, it sold for a total of $1.3 million to an unidentified buyer. And just how much did that nameless elite pay for a 130-ish whatever in Hong Kong dollars? $10.2 million, which I say just because it's even more impressive what a big fucking douche thing it is. It beats out the previous record around a cool million U.S. dollars that was also purchased in the luxury Hong Kong neighborhood. So, hey, tell them about the whip around and how they should just walk and then send us some money. Please. In uh, you dick news, a Florida man killed a three-foot iguana uh, September last year. Name uh-huh. is P.J. Patterson. Anyway, various excuses have been tried by the defense all this year, and all were pretty handily shot down. The latest defense, however, was a spectacular bit of highfalutin douchebaggery. They claim that since the lizard first bit Patterson, the assault warrants dismissal under Florida's stand your ground oh, laws. Oh, come on. Judge, Jeff, uh, Judge Jeffrey Gillen is a hero since he outright denied the motion, dismissed the case last Friday. Uh, quote, attorney general, uh, state... Attorney General Alexandria Dorman, the defendant unnecessarily put himself in a position to be bit by the animal. Uh, if convicted next, next month, Patterson f- faces up to five years in prison for animal cruelty if convicted, but already faces a lifetime of being an asshole. 
And I'm sure we must have talked about this before news. Heavy air quote, pansexual, heavy air quote, Yuri Tolachko gained some notoriety last year for marrying his silicone sex doll after a quote, whirlwind eight-month romance. And now Kazakhstan's number one self-described sex maniac has grabbed some headlines again, having gone on a UK radio station dating show and announced that sadly he was divorcing Margot after cheating on her with quote, a strange object in a supermarket chicken this past year. <laughs> Further, Tolachko is now yeah. marrying twin dolls, Luna and Lola, the latter having a sex doll top half and a giant chicken bottom half Whoa. and he even left the door open for a human partner someday but quote it's important that she or he likes my dolls too he's single when it comes to living things folks better hurry and finally, in legally shitty movie news, during a case completely unrelated to the Star Wars, Ninth Circuit Court Judge Ke- uh, Kenneth, uh, Kenneth K. Lee took a hard dig at the latest batch of movies in a decision between ConAgra Foods and Richardson over the use of the, quote, 100% natural label on bottles of Wesson oil. He wrote, quote, ConAgra thus essentially agrees not to do something over which it lacks the power to do. That's like George Lucas promising no more mediocre and schlocky Star Wars sequels shortly after selling the franchise to Disney, end quote. Oh, 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 such, oh, a prom- oh, oh. Uh, such a promise would be illusory, end quote. Uh, first of all, wow. wow. But in Indeed, to dis the sequel trilogy, is, to dislike it is one thing, but to enshrine that dislike in a legal decision is a whole higher level of trolling. I'm so impressed, Judge Lee. Well done, and may the force be with you. Star Wars fans be angry. I tell you what, I, there's no way he's not a Star Wars fan well, yeah. like, to, to be able to make that dig. But can I point something out about my last story? I just hope everyone is clear of why I, now, I did the quote-unquote pansexual, because what he is doing, <laughs> he's welcome to do it. But I feel like when that gets circulated and defined as that is pansexual, that that is that it, is not the limit on what that is, and it's certainly not the norm on what that is. It is. It is I don't want to step in out of my knowledge. I was going to say it's it's not our place to say, but it certainly feels like he's it's, using it as a shield, and he's going for publicity, and it also sort of sullies the term in a way. Exactly. I feel like, yeah. So I am not. We at the whip Again, around. Yeah, we're open-minded, no, and we are friends and allies in any way we can. Absolutely, all the time. Happy Pride Month, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, we we but don't like be like I'm talk, really yeah, weird no, and that guy's is... really freaky. Oh, what is he? Oh, because he's a he's pan. Yeah, no, no, fuck that. no, fuck that guy. But yeah. by the way, you did. It was brought up on the show originally when it first made news when he couldn't marry the sex doll because of some legal thing, and that was brought up years ago now. Yeah. By our friend I, Dave, who's I, at Potadelphia. I thought so. Good job. The Phil. only Philly sports show that matters. Talking about the uh, the 76ers, can they make it with Joel without Joel Embiid? Go for it. Yeah, why not? The Phillies still floating around. Run. The the Eagles starting minicamp soon. Hike it. Forgetting a team. The Bung- Flyers are done. It doesn't matter right now. Bungee jumping. The Flyers don't matter. Sorry, Sarah. I know you're a big fan. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, yeah them two and Juicy Gene. Uh, basically every Wednesdays now, wherever fine pods are cast. Yeah, word up, dude. Yeah. Word up, dude. Uh, hey, Pennsylvania Playhouse, we are putting on 12 Angry Jurors for the next two weekends, Fridays and Saturdays. The shows are at 730. Uh, this uh, Sunday, matinees are at 3. You can go uh, to the PA Playhouse uh, website. We will put the link into the show notes to get tickets. There are plenty of tickets left for those uh, final two weeks, though they are going. So get in there and check it out. The reviews uh, seem very positive, and I'm proud to say that the cast and crew are of the utmost talent. Yeah, I vouch for that. You know, it's radio. You were good here. You were good? <laughs> oh, no, my wife. I knew it. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I want to get him to so get him is, in trouble. This is why you're married 12 years and I'm only married 10. I just need that extra oh, yeah, by two the way, to get used to. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary, Kate. We, we just had our 12-year anniversary. What about What about your wife? She's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, 
the magician's assistant, Facebook and Etsy, all your amazing chain mail and stuff needs. And by the way, I always keep, I keep forgetting to say this. She's on Instagram under, and she just changed it to uh, redheaded Taylor. Okay. Which, yeah. So if you want to see pictures of her work in progress, she puts them up on Instagram more frequently than I think anything now. So uh, you can check that out. She doesn't TikTok, but I think she's on the tick or the talk. One of the two at also at redheaded Taylor. So you want to do that. You know, it's cool. I have no fucking idea what that last. I don't know what I, I, she tells me about ticks and talks and I have have no no, idea. I'm too old for that shit. I know. All right. Well, look, it's past our bedtime. Clearly. So definitely past the time for the early bird special. We love you. Get off my lawn. Thank you. Sean. Sean. Sean's on the tweeter. (laughs) Rip around, Sean the tweeter. No, it's not. You asshole narc! I told you, you're a narc!